came right in with it. I didn't want to wait on it. Y'all know the vibes. If you know the vibes, you know the vibes. Probably one of the top five songs of the Yes. I know where I was when this song came out. What's up? It's like I never said yes. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. Ooh, India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Let's get it. It's for y'all, not for me. It's for y'all. Oh, Come on, Lord. somebody. We are all right. outside and ready to pop. How you feeling right now? We outside. I'm not outside I'm, for real. I'm done, I'm done being outside. It's crazy. I thought, I thought we were just working our way up to being back outside, but she don't want to get back outside. I she, want a vacation. She, I told you where you can go. I want to go. I told you. You want to go one with me? Yes. Oh, what are you talking okay. about? Okay, okay. I want a vacation. That's what I want. The end. How you going to get a vacation? With me I and Blake or and, me? And now you done broke your foot. You got you done strained your Let's foot. Let's talk about it. So I, 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 like, I was planning to do something in the next couple of weeks. And you hip-hopping hey, around the yo, house. I'm going to be back to regular scheduled program by the time next Tuesday comes. I have Wolverine healing powers. Not only do I have Benjamin Button's disease, where I'm about to turn 26 again, um, I also have Wolverine healing powers. So when something happens to me, I heal automatically. Now, look, yeah, if y'all listen to the podcast on a weekly basis, you heard India harass me about some of my favorite shoes. So last week, no, I'm sorry, Sunday, I went to play basketball with Blake's camp director we'll talk about that in a second went to play basketball and he talked about my shoes so bad on the pod i showed them to y'all on instagram and but i went and got some new shoe strings to lace them up make them look a little bit more appealing so i get out there and i'm bragging too i'm talking i'm all over the ground shit my shoes are whoa whoa about to go hoop pull up to the basketball court here i am showing my shoes Big flexing in the Kyrie's. Just to get out there. <laughs> an hour after doing all of that to get my ankle broken, foot felt like it broke. Oh my God. It was some of the worst karma I think I've ever. I don't know if it was karma or it was like irony. I think you should give the shoes away. I, I nah, think the shoes nah. are bad luck. What? Not, yeah, because the irony of you getting on Instagram and talking about how great these shoes are, and then stunned. you get out there and sprain your foot. And Sprained granted, somebody did foot. step on his foot, but I feel like it's the look of the shoes. Fellas, you, my you, uncle, my uncle uh, DM me today. He said he just won't listen, Willie. I said yeah, he won't. <laughs> He won't. That's what happened. That's what happens when you don't listen to your wife. That's not like what the, like the the reason why you your wife is supposed to be your voice. Taurus, of reason. 
Your Taurus in me. Come on, all. what you doing, all? You put your Your on. wife is supposed to be your voice of reason. And the nigga don't be reasoning. Prime <laughs> example. Prime example. The shoes. He was like, Fine. I bought some more shoelaces. So you can't talk about them no more. I bought some more shoelaces. How many, how many pairs of shoelaces did I buy? So he bought three pairs of shoelaces <laughs> to figure out which one was going to be the right size. So I was like, whatever. Whatever. Oh, yeah. You got me on this one. So the way the shoes are made, it's very hard to lace them up. Yeah. He's struggling. And he, like, gets up and was like, you know what? So, I don't know. He goes into the pantry to get, and then he picks up the bread. So, I guess he's about to use the the twist tie from the bread to help him pull the shoelace. And I said, Bear, just get me the shoes. I got it. I got it. Bear, give me the shoes. I got it. I got it. I said, I have never seen anyone. Like, honestly, the way that he moves, he he could be single. Like he he can be single. He don't he don't need me for nothing. That's why he that where why he around here limping and hopping around. Okay. I needed it for something. <laughs> so he finally gets me the shoes. It takes me two minutes to get the fucking shoelaces in the hole. You did your thing, and you did your thing. And so it's really the story of his life. Like that's what happens when you know, fellas, learn from him. Don't be like him. Beloved did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through. Listen that. to your wife, because she she usually Something not all the time. She, you, not the all thing the time. is, your wife knows how to tap into things that you just don't know how to. You ain't tapping to my shoes. The only thing you said about those shoes, you just didn't like the way they look. And it I wasn't said that the they shoes. were. I said that they were bad shoes. That's it wasn't what I said. The I shoes, said they were bad man. shoes. So whether they, whether they have poor performance or <laughs> they got bad juju, either way it go, I said they got the, you got bad shoes. Poor performance. And you know what I'm saying? He just he just doesn't he doesn't like to listen. And so I don't know what kind of oh, 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 oh sky. DM me today. Oh my God! Look, look, and she that on fire. shit was funny to me. Let me tell the story Scott about said, what really happened. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I, so we were in urgent care this morning, and oh, I posted the oh, story on Instagram. No, because you love talking. Go you ahead. love talking. You bright, you bright. And she DM me and said, "Tell him I said, <laughs> who said them shoes was ugly? <laughs> God did." <laughs> God did. Uh, they don't want you to play basketball. God did. It's crazy. My girl Sky, she used DJ Khaled against me. I can't believe Sky just did that. Who that was funny to me. Who didn't want me to play basketball? God did. It don't matter. It don't matter. I went out there and I played. Now the problem was I was playing a position. I had absolutely no business playing. The guy that I was playing against because my team was short, because I lift weights, I feel like, once again, I feel like I'm 26, and I really believe that in my heart of hearts, I'm about 270 when it get down there that low. I'm about 270. Man, this guy stepped on my foot, and I tried to pull my foot away. My foot stayed where it was, but my body did what it should have been doing. And I looked down, and I just crumpled. Like a sheet of paper just balled up, and I just fell down. The guy was super nice about it, though. Shout out to that guy. Helped me up. I said, bro, let, just let me lay here. As we lay, <laughs> I forgot about tomorrow as we lay. I wanted to lay there. I didn't want to get up. So then I did go home, and when I went home, 
I said, hey, man. I Yeah, you know when you go home and you hate to tell your woman something because you know she was kind of right? I said, well, shit. I just, I just need to stay in the car for the night. I'm about to sleep in the damn garage. Get iodine poison, whatever kind of poison you get from the exhaust pipe. I said, shit. Walk in the house, look her dead in the face. You were right. It's all I had for. I said, hey, uh, I think I broke my foot. <laughs> she said, what? I said, hey, man. I think I broke my foot, but I but can't I'm tell But I'm not going to kick him while he's down. She, I went and fixed do. him a bag of ice. I she told did. him he needed to elevate his foot and put she some ice did. on it. If this one, now listen, I talk bad about it. I pick on her a lot. But she is a good wife because she does come through and things like that. Like she didn't, because if it was me, I'd have been gloating. Now, <laughs> I told you your foot was going to be And he still ain't did what I asked him to do today. But it, I got it kind of propped up now. I told he It's not propped up. It's I told him up. that he needed to ice it for 20 minutes three she times did. today because he needs to be three days on ice so that we can start soaking it in Epsom salt. But no. I'm going to put some ice on him when we get done recording. No, he don't want to listen to me. I've just been so busy all day at work. This is a whole other topic for a whole other day, by the way. Uh, but I've been so busy that I can't even, you know, put ice on my foot. You know what I mean? But I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm out of the gym for at least a week, though. It really breaks my heart. Probably two weeks. A week. The way he's limping, probably two weeks. I'm going to get these dumbbells and get busy in a second, though. I'm not finna, you know what I'm saying, do some abs or something. But, but at any rate. So... As he said in the beginning of this conversation, he was playing basketball with Blake's camp director and his teachers, um, oh. like the, the guy teachers or whatever. Can I do it? One. Go ahead. During the week, we got D. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Guess we got a fire city. I got to tell y'all this. I don't know if y'all know it or not, but I got to tell y'all. And I'm a fan of this person a little bit, not like a Ray J fan. Well, we get back to this story. Neo? <sighs> Is it good? I'm telling I was a little nervous. Bro, he got you know, you, with Young Bird. You know, I feel like Neo is getting to the point where he's definitely like the the oh older. God. Like he he is the old like the eldest of his you know, group of of his class of artists. So yeah, I didn't yeah. know what it was going to be. Like, I have not liked an Alicia Keys album in a very long time. <laughs> like <laughs> So I didn't know what it's going to be. So now, but I'm a huge Neo fan. One day we were on our way back mm-hmm. we, from a road trip and I played Neo's whole first album. Like he got some hits on that album. And so I, I'll go party. back and listen to it. But so anyways, Blake, <laughs> <laughs> we got to update y'all on our boy. And I will never come on here and tell y'all what school he go to ever. But... um. <laughs> Man. He has been yeah. going to a summer camp. Yep. And so we felt good about it because the summer camp is like at a school and we have toured this school multiple times because we were considering sending him there. Um, but we decided lot. to send him somewhere else, you know, this year for his first year of school. But mm-hmm. the whole reason why we wanted to send him to summer camp was so that he could get used to being picked up. <laughs> And dropped off. Y'all know it's been a very long time for him since he's had to go through that. There are only four women in his life that he trusts. Mm. Four women, one man that he does not mind. So I guess technically five women. So it's about five. Five people that he does not mind getting dropped off with. Yeah. And I'm. Uh, it's it's gonna be my mama, mm-hmm. his mama. Y'all know that. Titi Tasha, you which know is, that. which is Sydney's mama. <laughs> uh and. Uh, 
Miss Lola. That's fact. Those are his favorites. That's it. We got a couple honorable mentions in there. Like, I feel like if we dropped him off with Ashley's parents, he oh, yeah, would probably okay. have a ball over there. Yeah. You yeah. know? But, um, and then he has Uncle Phil, which... If you came to the live show, you saw Uncle Phil in the front. <laughs> uh, Uncle Phil is his godfather. And so, obviously, his wife, Charity. So, like, he loves them. Those, like, those are his people. That's it. <laughs> so, we 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 wanted him to have a good first week <laughs> of summer camp. And even though when we dropped him off, I think last week we said that, you know, he got dropped off. He went in. He was smiling and bubbly. You know, bubbly. And, and he had a, a great time. Now, can we pause? Let me see. Wait a minute. Did we tell them the story about the lunchbox last week? No, we didn't. We didn't because that was before. That was, we recorded before that. So, we didn't. Before we went and picked him up. So, that's okay. the problem. All right, we'll tell y'all. So, it was our fault, really. Monday, we set the tone. Yeah. We messed up. Be so, honest with y'all. We trying to give y'all a podcast and we messed up. So Barrett was like, we're going to leave him there all day because he's going to be at school all day, which like it's not going to be at school all day. Like if we need it after school or before school care, it may be like once a week. But Blake, he just won't be there. <laughs> he just won't. And so he was like, we can leave him there at five o'clock. And I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Go ahead. I don't want to do that. And so, something happened on Monday. So, like, I know I had some, or maybe I just time wasn't feeling good. Yeah, her time management is horrible. I wasn't feeling good. Oh, I had to run some errands. It's time management. And I, I got back later than what I expected to get back. And so, usually when that happens, I would wait. And so, it was like, I didn't get back home till, like, 2.30. Okay. And so... Which was the original time that we said we were going to go pick him up. 2.30. <laughs> Barry still wanted to record the podcast before he got home. I love which it. Which, in our head, it was like, let's record the podcast so that he, since he's been gone all day, he, he can have our full, undivided attention when he gets home. So, Barry's done working. I, you know, we're done with the podcast. It, it's all about Blake since he's, he had his first day. Well, <laughs> we didn't get we to go get up. him until 4 o'clock. <laughs> And as soon as we walked in the building, he is bawling. He is upset. And so Blake has like two different types of cries. He has like a whining cry, which is just like, I'm a little like irritated. I hate that. Like, but I'm still kind of upset. And then there's a switch that happens. The real one. That sends him overboard and when we picked him up that's where he was so he starts he here there. and then he takes it up to here once Zero he gets here 100. it can take anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour to bring him back down it's like bad. yeah he was here when we picked him up yep yep so I was like, what is wrong? He's crying. I'm like, Blake, I need you to stop crying so I can hear you. And he was like, I can't find my lunchbox. So it was two things. He <laughs> thought we weren't coming to pick him up. He had made some friends that day, and his friends had already left. Oh, man. Don't you hate when your friend leave you? You know you don't want to be the last one at the party. Everybody yeah. leaving. You stuck in the point. Damn, my mama don't want me, man. And so granted, like we have until six to pick him up. Yeah. But I just think that people are just working different schedules now. 
And so, you know, the two little boys that he had, we dropped him off with and he played with as soon as he walked in the classroom, they had already been picked up for the day. And so, poor thing. So he thought we weren't coming to pick him back up and then he kept crying about the lunchbox. I was like, what is it with the lunchbox? And the teacher was like, he keeps saying like he can't find his lunchbox. And I was like, okay, well, he has one. I was like, let's go, let's go get it. So I walk in there and his lunchbox is randomly sitting in the middle of a table with a bunch of other kids. So I'm confused. I'm genuinely confused. And you know when she get confused, the world's about to get it <laughs> shaking. So I grab the lunchbox. Yeah. Pick him up, take him to the car. And so I open the lunchbox, cause the, which this is what I do now. I open the lunchbox, see how much he ate. Help me gauge how hungry he is when I pick him up. Mm-hmm. And the lunch hadn't been touched. Mm. I had bought him a brand new lunchbox. Mm. It was a bento box. It was red. Mm. It's decorated with a little uh, dump trucks all yeah. over it. And he was very excited about this lunchbox. So the fact that <laughs> he had a new lunchbox, I had fixed him a lunch full of things that I knew that he would love. He didn't get to have that. And so from the moment they were supposed to eat lunch to the end of the day, downhill for him. And they gave them lunch at the camp. The lunch that they gave them was soy butter and jelly. First off, I ain't never heard no soy butter in the first place. They couldn't even give my boy peanut butter. And they, they can't gave because him it's soy it's a, butter. It's a Allergy. I understand. It, that. It's a, it, you know, peanut allergies. They can't serve that in the schools, but they gotta have another option. It's well, soy so I butter. asked him. I said, "So, what did you eat?" And he was like, "A peanut butter and jelly sandwich." And I was like, "That's See? it." And he was like, I, "And they gave me applesauce." And I said, "Did you eat it?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, I ate it." And he still like at this point, we have him in the car, and he is still upset. Pissed. So then, like, <laughs> I had I stuck the ben, the the bento box inside of a lunch bag, um, which he actually has a matching backpack now to the lunch box, but Got it hadn't gotten there, it hadn't gotten here yet. So I just put it in a regular lunch bag, and on the front pocket, I stuck him a little bag of Cheez Its. And like a little pack of those uh, blueberry Belvita bars, if y'all know what that is. Anyways, so I look in the bag and I was like, "What well, you? So you ate your snacks though, right? Because because <laughs> in my head the snacks are missing. So I'm like, well, how did you get to eat the snacks? But your lunch, but not your lunch. There. And he was like, I didn't have any snacks. The math ain't adding up. But when I picked him up, he had a bag of animal cookies in his hand that I didn't send him. So I was just like. Now I'm confused. So I go home. I, I pull out another pack of cheeses and another pack of Belvita bars. And I said, Blake, <laughs> did you eat these today? He says, no, mommy. So now my mind is spiraling. Who the fuck ate my son's snacks? And you know at and this point. why the fuck didn't y'all give him his lunch? Y'all know at this point, like, she has transformed into mom to Miss Prime at this point. And I'm just sitting back like, man, somebody's about to get fucked up. And I'm sitting back looking. And I'm like, wow, this is about to get bad. So y'all know what I did. We get home. It ain't number 415. I said, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going back to the school. <laughs> I'm going back 
to the school. So I go, I walk in the building. She did all of this. And he said, the the, the guy, he said, he said, man. what you forget? I ain't going to say no names. He said, what you forget? My guy. I said, I ain't forget nothing. He said, oh, Lord. <laughs> he said, what we do? <laughs> well, Blake oh. brought his lunch today. And for whatever reason, Blake did not have his lunch. I'm very confused. And furthermore, I sent him snacks that he did Ooh, not get to eat. Furthermore. But for some down. reason, they're missing, which tells me that someone else ate them. So I need to know Mm-mm. what happened. And he was like, uh, I'm, uh, he was like, I apologize, Miss India. I didn't know that he had brought his own lunch. I was like, okay. I brought him in the classroom. I held up his lunch. <laughs> I asked the lady. I said, do I need to put anything special on it? No, we got it. What do I need to put his lunch? I'll take it. She puts it on the shelf. Where did the where did the confusion come from? It was a lot going on. And I think what she did was she did wrong was not labeling the lunch boxes when she got them. You said, hey, we ain't got no label. Hold up, hold up. Before y'all leave, get a sticky note, get some tape, write his name on it, so I know what to give it. But what did I ask? I walked in the, I walked in there, I said, I said, dang it. I said, I forgot to write his name on here. And he she said, Oh no, it's fine, I got it. She said. I said, are you said. sure? I was like, because I can write his name on here. It's not a problem. I got it. I got it. All right. So I got and I think she know. had it. But however, I also think that either she left early or something happened in the transition from classroom to lunch. So apparently all the kids had been on like a camp break and this was everyone's first day back. Blake was new, so nobody knew him. And so basically he said, you know, we have a group of kids that always bring lunch and we have a group of kids that always, um, that always eat eat the the school lunch. And so, you know, we, we just didn't know. So my, like, I'm sorry. I just didn't know. He was like, well, now it makes sense why he was so upset at lunchtime because, I wouldn't have wanted to eat that either. I would have Soy wanted to butter. eat what my mama brought to school too. Soy butter and jelly. So then I, you know, I ended up talking to the camp director and he was like, yeah, he said, it makes sense now. He said, well, now I understand why he was so upset. And so I said, listen here. What about these snacks? That's what she said. I said, listen here. <laughs> Blake will always have his own lunch. Okay. Unless I walk in this building in the morning and I specifically specify Blake does not have his lunch today, he needs to eat the school lunch, Blake will always have his own lunch. This does not need to happen again. We stay eight minutes down the street. We could I up. could have come up here and made him another lunch. I would have bought all y'all lunch. Like the whole staff. And the fact that, he, and, I, and I had to explain to him, I said, Blake is very smart. We waited. For Blake to be able to speak this well for a reason because we wanted him to be able to communicate his needs clearly. And y'all just thinking he just talking? He's telling y'all <laughs> that he has a he lunch. lunch. Yeah, he kept telling them. And y'all not listening because he's four and y'all just think he don't know what he's talking about. Like, no, he was like, I got a lunch. And that's the part that pissed me off because... Blake ain't finna just pull no information out of his ass. <laughs> but on second thought, he will because we haven't got to the good part yet. But keep going. Okay. <laughs> so from that day, Blake started lying. 
Blake lied every single day every after day. that. I never knew he could lie so well to make somebody believe it. So I'm like, my son is getting it from his mama, a habitual liar. Quick, carry on. Okay. Anyways, the next day, I teach early on Tuesdays, so I couldn't drop him off to camp. I go to teach. I'm about to teach my third class for the of the morning at 9:30. Barrett texts me and says, "This camp thing ain't gonna work out. I have to go pick Blake up." 9:30. I, said, I mean, what work. do you mean? You gotta I mean, go work. pick him up? What are you talking about? So <laughs> I call him. When, once I'm finished, I call him, and he said the camp director called me and said that Blake's head, his nose, and his knees were hurting. Hold up, hold I said, you up. gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> My boy, head, nose, and knees were hurting. I'm gonna see if he can come up here I and said, tell you. What do you mean his knees were hurting? <laughs> he was like, he said, and he said his knees were hurting. I said, and you went and picked him up. You want to pick them up after they told you his knees was hurting. Had to go make sure my, my foot was hurting. Had to, <laughs> had to make sure my boy was straight. So I get home. I said, Blake. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I go pick him up. So when I get there to pick him up, uh, the director was like, hey, man, you got a character in your hand. I said, what do you do? He said, man, his head, nose, and knees are all hurting. I said, his knees hurting? He said, yeah, so Blake's sitting up there with the homie in the chair. He said, let me tell you a story real fast, though. He said, a minute ago, I knocked over some water. And I said, hey, Blake, let's go run and get some napkins real Blake fast. Blake had actually knocked it over. Blake knocked so they, it over. Yeah, so they were, you know, trying to teach him responsibility. And they said, let's go get a napkin so we can come back and clean up the mess. Mind you, Blake is sitting on a chair just like Indy and I are right now. Blake jumps out of the chair. <laughs> runs to the bathroom to get some paper towels and runs back all in the mist. His knees are still hurting. Head is still hurting. Nose, no snot, but his nose is also hurting. So I get home and he's laying on the couch. I said, <laughs> What's going on? I said, "What? first of all, what are you even doing? Daddy said that I could watch TV while I take my nap. I said, well, how are you taking a nap, but you watching TV? So now I'm real annoyed. I'm, I'm annoyed at his daddy. I'm annoyed at the camp. I'm annoyed at Blake. Because hey, ain't none of this making sense to me. I got to work. And if the TV is going to get the job done at the time, well, damn it, the TV it is. So I'm like, Barry, I understand that you're working. But she mad at me because I got to work. This this don't make no sense. It takes two seconds to have him go upstairs and take a nap in his room without the TV. So he's just on the TV. He did exactly what he wanted to do, y'all. He wanted to go <laughs> home and lay on the couch and watch TV. That's exactly what his daddy let him do. And oh, so I, I, at the end, I said, I'm getting to the bottom of this. I said, Blake, were your knees really hurting? Mm-mm. I said, so why did you call you? Like, why? did Like, what made you want to come home? He says, well, yesterday they made me take a really long nap, and I just didn't want to take that long nap anymore. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I said, so is your head still hurting? No, it feels better since I laid down on the couch. Is your nose hurting? Mm-mm, no, nothing's hurting. I just didn't want to take that long nap. I said, well, listen here. You are going to camp tomorrow, and you're going to stay the whole day. Yeah, that was day two. Mind you. 
the director is so thorough. He talked to Blake before we left about integrity. He was like, man, let me tell you something. I'm going to talk to you just like I would talk to anybody, even if your dad wasn't around. But I'm doing this in front of your dad so he can see what we're doing right now. And I'm like, all right, cool. So anyway, the director was talking to Blake just like he was an adult. And I can appreciate that. But the fact that Blake told me that story made me chuckle. Didn't make you laugh. You were upset, but it as made a me. as a very <laughs> stern like Capricorn mom. Oh my god! Here I we go. think that what the got to do that with is unacceptable. And so on the next day, he cried. Wednesday, bloody murder. But but on Wednesday, Blake woke up and said, "Um, I think I'm a little sleepy still. My legs are not awake yet." Oh, then he said his heart was hurting. Oh, (laughs) then his heart and his legs were hurting the next day. I'm like, your heart is hurting. Yeah, my heart is hurting today, Dad. And my legs are still not awake. So if your heart is hurting, I get concerned. I'm like, all right, let's see, really see if your heart is hurting or not. But I don't think his heart was really hurting. I think he was just going around telling us another story. He said his legs were feeling lazy. Lazy legs and a hurt heart. Yeah. What kind of damn shit And is so, it? actually, that day, Wednesday, we picked him up early. We picked him up before nap time. Yep. We picked him up at like 1230. Under the advice of my mom. My mom was like, hey, why don't y'all pick him up earlier and then stretch it out hour a day? So, pick him up at 12 on Tuesday, pick him up at 1 on Wednesday, and then 2 for the rest of the week. So, by the time Thursday rolls around, I was just kind of like, well, ain't no point in us picking him up at one the next day because he's going to be asleep. So, just wait until after nap. Yeah. So, Thursday, he cried again when we dropped him off. However, that was the only time he cried. So, by Thursday, we were like, okay, he's kind of getting the hang of it. Like, this may not be a bad thing. He came Feel home and said he had it. a good day. Feel good. Friday, he woke up and was like, I don't want to go. So, he, so, we had to go through the motions again. Friday, we dropped him off. He cried when we dropped him off. But this but time, this he didn't time, tell a story, though. He just cried. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. go. He just kept it a buck yeah. with it. He did not... Um, he, he cried. He said that he was afraid of the children, and he said the classroom was too loud. And so at that point, I was on we Friday, concerned. I was feeling like he may have a sensory issue, and we may need to take him to an occupational therapist just to see if... So if you know of any like really good pediatric OTs in Nashville, let us know, because... Thursday, no, 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 Friday, we had a pep talk. He was ready. Uh, The whole ride there, he was ready. He gets out the car. Me and him did a little jig. We did a little dance in the parking lot. (laughs) We walk into the building. He's good. We walk down to the classroom. He's good. As soon as he hits the door, I looked at him. His body tensed. And then he started backing out and he was like, I'm scared. I'm scared. And he's like trembling. And he said that it was too loud and he was afraid. And I'm like, bro, you ain't never been scared of noise before. And so 
I I started thinking back to the things that he has been afraid of, like over the past mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. He has been afraid of like really loud, sudden noises, which so like say for instance, we're in a public restroom, the hand dryer used to kind of set him off. Um mm-hmm. another example would be Honestly, like just any loud, sudden noises. Yeah, it has to be loud and sudden, though. It's not just loud. Earlier this year, we took him to the Monster Truck show. Oh, uh, yeah. And he didn't, he didn't hate it, but he didn't love it either. But he got used to it. And I think one of the reasons why is because we were there with him. Yeah. So we need somebody to come in and like help him ground himself and regulate himself when we're not there because I think the loud noises and a lot of people does dysregulate him but because we're always with him he's able to come out of it quickly and he's able you know so you know it took us a week for that to kind of click for us Today, the day that we're recording this, this is Monday. What up, though? Mind you, we talked about camp all weekend because at this point, I had asked him, I said, "Is he's not going to lie about this. I said, is anyone hurting you? He said, no. Is anyone hitting you? He said, no. Is anyone yelling at you? He said, no. Is Do anyone like- being mean to you? He said, no. So I was like, okay, I don't think it's the staff. I don't think it's the students. I think that this is just very new territory for him. And he is just having a hard time. And so we talked to him about camp and how he had to go back this week the entire time. Yeah. And we dropped him off today. Yep. He was almost about to cry. He pulled it together. And they have been very patient with him. That's what I'm going to say, man. This camp, like the directors from the teachers, the staff, the whole regular with the crew, everybody has been extremely on point. And I appreciate that as far as the um, customer service is above and beyond, I think, anything else I could ask for. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, him being at home this whole time, I got spoiled too. Like, I, I, I like having my family around me, mainly because I know as a protector where everybody is. Like, I ain't got to wonder where Andy is. I don't got to wonder where Blake is. We all together for a good portion of the day. Now that he's out, you know, I hate to sound like cliche. He's in school. Stuff is happening like nowhere safe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just, I saw a mass shooting at, at the mall, the food court. In Indiana. It's crazy. You know? So that type of anxiety, and I'm not even a, like, anxious person, uh, but that type of thought comes in your mind so for these people to go above and beyond the call of duty to make sure that your kid is comfortable coming into a new setting i can't do nothing but respect yeah yeah so today he he didn't cry no tears he gave us a hug and then he went on and walked with one of his teachers and I went and picked him up after his nap today. So he did stay a full day. And every, the teacher said he had a great day. <laughs> he said that he is ready to go back tomorrow. <laughs> they don't want you to go to camp. So I think with last week, it God took him did. a long time to get over that lunch situation. Like the yeah. lunch situation kind of went downhill from there. Um, but I think this week we're on the up and up. <laughs> 
Granny, nowhere to he go. Ain't supposed, he ain't going I'm gonna say he's not gonna even be in camp that long. I mean, we we might send him next week. We might not send him next week. I don't know what we're gonna do. I yet. would prefer to send him next week. Um, it's gonna be a mom <laughs> call, like at least maybe two or three days next week, so he won't get out of his mojo. I don't want him to lose his groove. I want him to keep going and keep doing what he's doing because now I feel like he understands what to do and how to approach the situation. Yeah. So, yeah, that that has been what we have been dealing with. Sorry to be it has so been all about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, it has been all about Blake for us. Like, that, that, that's it. I mean, beside his ankle, that's all we've been up to. Blake and his ankle from knees, nose, to heart, to lazy legs. We've been trying to figure out how to get my guy cool. And this too. India brought something to my attention. Uh, you want you could you could talk about it loosely a little bit, but you better tread lightly. Don't talk about my mom, but you can talk about it. Talk about what? <laughs> oh damn! And by the way, I'll be honest. The battery just died on my camera, so I'm looking at the camera right now. But the shit not even rolling. Uh -huh. My mom, India, India told my mom that she thought Blake needed occupational therapy just to figure out if he is affected by loud noise. And what did you say? My mom was like, nah. <laughs> she texted me that night. It was late, too. It was like almost 11. But his mom mind. is the type of person, like, we tell her a slight concern. And she gets fixated on it. She won't let it go. Well, she going to research. Um, and so it's like, we have to be very cognitive about what we telling her. Okay? <laughs> but she texted me. And she was like, well, do you think you could get him some headphones? Like, bro. For him to wear to camp. And I was like, no, because I would rather teach him how to cope and how to regulate himself than to just put a band-aid on the issue that's not going to solve the problem. My mom trying to have my kid out here looking like Max from Stranger Things. <laughs> if y'all watch Stranger Things, then you know how Max, you know what I'm talking about. And it's one thing if it was like medically necessary, right? <laughs> if we took him to the doctor yeah, and like, he sure. needs headphones. You know yeah. But that's not medically necessary. I know it's not. And I know that, you know, he just needs a little more time. That, that's what he needs, a little more time. But I am serious about the OT. Like, if y'all know a good pediatrician <laughs> that specializes in that kind of thing, let me know. Hey, we not the family that's like frowning on therapy, bro. If it takes this, I'm trying to get my son as much help and advantages in life that I possibly can. And if you think that's wrong, then shame on you. But I'm going to do everything in the world to get my son the advantages and the help that he needs. But I will say this. Our family is just going through a lot of transition right now. So we probably will have, you know, beautiful transitions, but... I think it's just new territory that we are having to navigate. Like with Bear working from home full time, me leaving the house more because I'm teaching, Blake starting school, and Blake getting a sibling. And so it's Give just it up for the baby. You know, a lot that we're having to figure out over the next like five months. <laughs> Now, I got to switch gears because I saw something online that I did want to talk about. And I want to save it a little bit because the camera went off and I like clipping these up. However, I got to at least talk about it one time. You see the clip where it said the, um, the man said women aren't allowed to go on girls trip. 
dudes because it's disrespectful. And you know men will try to sleep with you. How you feel about that? That shit's stupid. <laughs> I need you about to say that. insecure. I don't know why you didn't ask um, me that. Open-ended question. Yeah, he's just very insecure in himself. Um, because my, I'm look. If I can't go nowhere, you can't go nowhere. <laughs> we neither of us are going anywhere. And I think everybody need a break, bro. I just listen. We went in house 2020 together, and we see where that almost got us. D to the I to the V to the. So I think well, we I all mean, need a even, little time not away even to the talking about. 2020 you just need time with your friends oh yeah for sure like you just need time with your friends so whether you're going out of town doing a staycation in the city a sleepover like well girls have sleepovers come on now well that's nasty now you're just getting disgusted I staying over no dude. Because I was actually thinking about. I was like, I'm. I don't know. I was like, maybe, maybe I might want to have a sleepover for my baby shower. Like just like my close friends. And anyways, so from a sprinkle to a shower, didn't it? Jesus. Um, Rain down on me. So. I, I feel like, I mean, like I said, I don't really have much to say about that. I think that's a ridiculous thing to say. And yeah, I, I hope that you don't end up with anyone. Yeah, I do too. I can't because rock with you just want that, to control the person that you're with. And that's no one signs, con- up, signs up to be controlled in relationships. You have to be in control. First of all, if you can't trust your woman enough to go out of town and not give up that monkey, then obviously you're not doing something right at the crib. Or she been, might not be the woman for you. So you need to reevaluate your situation. Because he said that he thinks that a woman will go on a girl's trip. Guys will try to sleep with her. That's probably 100% facts. I'm with him on that. But do you know that while she's at home, men are still trying to sleep with her if she's attractive? He's been cheated on before. Well, you know. That's all he's been cheated on before. He's hurt. He got to step up his pimping. He's a hurt man. man. <laughs> so. All right, let me get to on. my relationship real fast. This is a good one, man. Well, it's not really a good one, but it's always a good one. Let me get to it. Now, what? unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's relationship is brought to you by I Need a Bang right now. That's what it is. I need a bang. If I had a bang, I'd be on here lit right now, but I'm cool. I'm just chilling like I'm chilling right now. So my relationship is this real fast. The other day, my wife and I was sitting outside on the patio. She looked me dead in my face and told me, you need to grow your mustache. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why are we still talking about this? No, nah, I got to get to it. You need to grow your facial hair because I think you will look better with facial hair. Like, that I ain't just what see I said, bitch. I just want to see you with like more of a big Sean type you mustache are reaching. or something. I'm like, what? I never said that. You said exactly that. That's not what I said. So it got me thinking, you know what? And if the camera was on right now, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to point it out. When my wife tells me things, I try to oblige. So I say, I'm going to try this out. And before today... I grew out like all my sideburns on my face trying to get the whole full connection for the protection. But I'm like, hell no. This shit itch. My ankle hurting. I just can't deal with it today. So I cut it off. However, the mustache, I kept it a little full. But my tip is, fellas, don't be like women. Don't go out and tell. (laughs) Don't. 
think that because your lady suggests something that she wants to see done or improved on you, that you can do the same. Because guess what? You can't. If I go to my wife right now and I say, you know, I've seen George Chavez wear a um, nice swimsuit. I think you need to get one of those swimsuits. I'm so sick of you and her. All you do is sit around and lust on her damn page. You ain't missed the post yet. I'm tired of this shit. But all I said was I want her to wear a swimsuit. She literally compared my oh. face to another man's face. I did not. Imagine Why me are you saying. Married? These people follow you on Instagram. They saw the video. Why are you lying? Not everybody. Imagine me saying, India, I want you to go out and wear a bodycon dressed like Drea. Oh, so you want to do something with Drea? Going back to Joy, you know she coming in town this week. I don't give a shit. You know who's you're, be there. you're literally saying things that aren't true. I didn't say grow your hair out because of this guy or that guy. She lying. I just said that I would like to see you with a thicker mustache. He has like a he he wears a skinny. Salvador Sensei. He wears a skinny mustache. So I Razor him, I like, Ramon. I would just like to see it like once. You know what I'm saying? Like just let it all grow in the mustache, and then I was like, let. <laughs> Let your chin I hair. wish the camera was on so they could see what you're doing right now. Is that his chin hair, he knows that I like that fuller because I asked him to do it all the time back in the day and he kept fucking cutting it. Like, and so. So listen, though, hold on. And stop. I liked it because, because you like I it. felt like it made him look older. I don't want to look old. Mm-mm. Because you like it, that means I got to like it too. It's my face. This ain't yours. I'm self-confident. I just say you should try it. Like a no. thicker, the thicker mustache. Anyway, my relationship. And, uh, yeah, I did. This is fuller though. Your chin here. You left, my you relationship left more down there. is just that. <laughs> Fellas, if you ever find yourself in a situation where your woman make, makes a suggestion about your appearance and things that you should do, Take it in stride. <laughs> no, that she might be a hater, or no, <laughs> or no, that she might be lusting after somebody else. She's trying to put that on you, but that's okay. Boy. What I don't want y'all to do is fight fire with fire. Go ahead and take it, and don't say no crazy shit like next time Joy Chavez has a swimsuit on, I'm gonna buy you that exact one. I want to see you in it. Don't say that. That'll get you messed up. Take it from your boy. <laughs> India, are you ready? She coming in town. I'm, I'm there. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Shout out to the people that let me know she coming. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, you're wasting your because breath because he know, won't be there. I'm pulling up from long range like Steph Curry in his prime. She's been here almost every year. And guess who's never there? He's never there. She, she won't let me go. Look, 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 look. But if it was so, Big Sean, she, she saw Miguel almost peed up I pants. Would, I wouldn't even. She saw Miguel. Ooh, if Big Sean was doing a club appearance here, I wouldn't go. I don't like being in crowds like that. But you saw, but you would go to Soul House if he was here with Soul House didn't have a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hope she go to slow out. So, anyways, pull up on her. What's up? I'm me. Anyways, you. uh, what would you do? What would you do if I told you that I did not want you in the delivery room with me and the baby? Uh I would probably ask why at first, but then if you gave me good reason, and if you had a doula, midwife, and all that. I was and the doctor was good. I mean, there's nothing really that I could do. If I'm sitting there being, if I'm making, if I'm messing up your flow, if I'm being annoying or something like that, you, you got to leave, man. 
I want you to have a peaceful, safe pregnancy. So if it takes me leaving out of the room, let the experts be the experts, then shit, I'm out the gate. I'm out the door. Now, while I'm gone, I'm going to be worried. I'm going to be pacing back and forth. However, as long as everything is going smooth and the experts are doing their thing, I don't need to be there. Mm, okay. I don't need to be there. So I came across this question. And it said, can I keep my husband out of the delivery room? Mm-mm. And it says, my husband and I have been going through some rough spots recently. Okay, more than rough. But that aside, during my 24-week checkup, my doctor asked me to fill out the form okaying my support person, labor partner, for the delivery room. Due to COVID restrictions, we are only uh. we are currently only allowed to have one. I have decided not to have anyone. But a few weeks early, when Damn. talking about filling out the form, my husband said... No one can stop me from being there during the birth of my child. I know it sounds bad over the internet, but he didn't say it with an angry tone. More lighthearted and joking in a way, trying to show his support that he will be there. But it got me thinking, can I actually keep him from the room? I honestly don't want him there at this point. I would rather do this alone than have have him there. But since he is my spouse, I wasn't sure if I could keep him out. He is my (laughs) next to kin. Granted, at this moment, I Granted, at this moment, I removed him from my emergency contact list, and I am currently removing him from my next to kin, but I really don't want him in there with me when I'm emotionally and physically vulnerable. Also, Mm. is it bad of me to keep him out? Obviously, I would never keep him from his child, but during labor, it's about me, not the baby. I'm telling you. (sighs) Okay. So, yes, you can keep him out of the room. Literally, mm-hmm. all you have to do is walk in there, tell the nurse, I do not want this man in here, and they will make it happen. If he tries to act unruly, they will go and get security or the police or whatever. Unruly. Um. Now, for those that are thinking, like, you shouldn't be agreeing with this woman, Um, I also read something else about this woman and how the guy has been very, like, emotionally abusive and verbally abusive to her, like, throughout this pregnancy. Um, And quite frankly, at at this point, they should probably just, like, call it quits. Like, if nobody is going to try to, you know, make it work, go to therapy or whatever, and he's going to keep being mean to her, they should just call it quits. (laughs) Um, But I don't think... So I remember, obviously, I had Blake before COVID. And I had been in the hospital all day. And I remember around five, six, between five and six, all of my friends came to the hospital. They were trying to see if if Blake had come yet, and he had not. And so around five o'clock, I I think that that is when it started getting, like, very serious for me. Shit got real. But it had become, like, a mini reunion in the hospital room. We were kicking it in there. It was a party. And so, I think at a certain point, I think I yelled for everybody to leave. <laughs> everybody get the fuck out. Um, and it's because yeah. you really have to be in tune with your body. It's like a mind thing. And once you lose control, that's when things can go left. Mm. And so, if you have a person who is not, for one, that you don't feel safe with, then no, yeah. he shouldn't be in the room. I mean, there was a point that I got really angry with Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't even remember why. But your duty <laughs> as the pregnant woman is to bring your baby here alive, Earthside, and for you to be alive with your baby. And that is what you need to focus on, your health, your mental health. And if he can't contribute to none of that or make you feel safe or comfortable, then you have every right to request that your husband not be in the room. And I'm okay with that. As long as you're fine and because you're safe, I'm out. She didn't say that she didn't want him at the, in the hospital. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want him in the room while she is laboring. So... That would mean that she's not trying to keep him away from the baby. It just means that she needs to feel safe. She needs peace while she is laboring and to deliver the baby. Once the baby is delivered, you can come in the room, see the baby. Um, So, no. I don't think nothing wrong with that. Especially (laughs) considering how their relationship has been going. So, you you, you know the backstory and everything. All I know is, my answer is, hey, if you don't want me there... I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be outside waiting for the good news. I'm going to be praying. I'm going to go to the chapel. I'm going to go to the cafeteria. But I want you to be safe and comfortable. So there it is. Bro. But no, because with you, I want you there. It's just sometimes I be wanting you to chill out. Like, just like, be quiet. I talk a lot when I get stressed out. You do. You do. And that, and that was the problem. I talk problem. a lot of nonsense, though. That was like, the I talk a lot in general, but I talk a lot of nonsense. That was the problem with Blake. So yeah. I was just like, I, I need you to shut it. <laughs> please tell Daddy. the people where they can find you man <laughs> you know what I really need to so you know like like I talked about the live show I was trying to decide if I was going to you October know, find a midwife 15th or November 5th I'm still going with November 5th go ahead Um, we talked about me you know, potentially hiring a midwife to do a home birth or, you know, continuing my plan with the hospital birth. And where was I going with that? I hope you were going to the hospital with that because the home birth is a no-go for your boy. I know Asha. Asha, I know. But no. Why are you still saying it? Like it's like you have an I option. I said it's no-go for me. I didn't it's say not, what it was It's for not. You. It's not. That's what I'm saying for me and my preference. You don't have an option. My preference. My body, my choice. Your body, your choice. Whatever you decide is going to be on you. I don't know. Damn. Tell pregnancy, me where they can find you, pregnancy, man. Yeah, pregnancy brain just got your girl. Time me to go to bed. <laughs> Indian not Marie. Why you still looking at the camera? On Why you still looking at the camera like the shit is I would tell you to go. Go to YouTube and hit subscribe, although this episode stopped recording 30 minutes ago. You won't <laughs> see this one up there. You will see a little bit of it on uh, Instagram, but you won't see this episode on YouTube. I'm sorry, y'all, but you can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to leave us a message at She and I Podcast on Instagram, She and I Podcast at gmail.com. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tune on in. We love to hear from y'all. We're going to do this again each and every week and sometimes on the weekend. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,